This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everyone, welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. First and foremost, we want to thank all of our listeners out there for listening to our show and keeping our podcast going. We also want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, um, Pet Life Radio. Uh, without you, we wouldn't have this opportunity. So thank you, Mark. And in this show, guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about what's called groomer burnout. Statistics show that over 80% of people that get into this industry quit within the first five years. And we're going to find out why. We're going to talk a little bit about why that happens and how we can help prevent that. And we also have our very funny comment section. So we got all that and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor. Once again, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. Guys, thank you so much for checking us out once again. And how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just yeah. coming off the week. Very low-key weekend. Got, got a lot of sleep, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, got some extra sleep. Feeling a little burnt out myself, though. Yeah, it's funny that we're talking about burnout. I, I keep thinking that you know you're talking about like a burnout, burnout. Like, wow, man, <laughs> wow, man, grooming dogs, man. I'm no. burnt out, man. No, no, that's not the burnout we're talking about. Oh know? man, come on. Man. We we don't recommend that you know you burn and then try to <laughs> groom a dog. That's 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 you know not not suggested here on the channel. Although you know might calm you down a little bit, but no, man. Like I'm gonna burn and I'm gonna try to groom this dog, man. It's a papillon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's a weedin', man. It's weed. It sounds like weedin', man. Yeah, it's a wee, weedin' terrier, man. <laughs> well, we, we, we put some weed in it, and coat grows, and now you could cut the hair and roll that, man. You smoke the hair from the <laughs> grooming, man. Let's Burn see. out grooming, man. Let's see what happens, man. Yeah, let's try it. Burn it. <laughs> ah, stinks, man. It smells good. Ah. It's like Cheech and Chong trying to groom a dog. Oh, that's a funny skit right there. Hey, <laughs> <Ain't>, man. <laughs> Am I driving okay? Am I grooming okay? <laughs> Am I grooming okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I didn't even know that was a dog, man. Yeah, man. Whoa. Is this a horse, man? <laughs> Well, anyway, that is not 
the burnout that we're talking about. Uh, to get right into it, though, we are talking about how, like we said before the break, that statistics show, and this, this is actually an old statistic, but statistics have shown that 87%, 87% quit doing this within the first five years. And I could tell you guys, I, I understand that. I completely understand that as, as a groomer of 35 years, I have definitely gone through multiple uh, stages of groomer burnout. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that is and how it actually occurs. I think First and foremost, a lot of people get into this industry thinking that it's fun. So right off the bat, big mistake, you're already burning out. Man. Oh, man. That's going to be a burnout, right? Oh, there. man. Burnt <laughs> out, man. <laughs> Although it is fun at times, it is work. I'm going to say this, and this is, uh, this is my opinion. I think that groomer burnout occurs very quickly in a lot of cases because of lack of experience, but a lot of times it's due to people getting severely bitten. That'll be one of the main causes of, of somebody trying to, uh, stepping out of this business because uh, when you get severely bitten, you just automatically start becoming very afraid and uh, you're afraid to actually do your job. So I think the number one reason is people will not maybe go to dog grooming school or learn the proper way and they will get severely bitten and take on a dog that may be just out of their hands or too aggressive and get severely bitten. So I think that's the number one reason why a lot of groomers will step out of this industry. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. I think not no, as fun as it looks, man. It's not as fun as it looks. Man. No, man, it's just not. <laughs> another another reason why is just stress it is a high stress job as we talked about in the past uh both for you and the pet uh most most dogs don't like to get groomed and um and it can be very very stressful at times uh, you you'll have a dog that's just very nervous uncooperative it just wants to jump off the table so here you are you're really trying to prevent the dog from getting hurt and then put a pair of scissors on it at the same time so i think uh stress in all of its categories, there is probably another reason why people will tend to sway out of this business uh, before they even really get started in it. Yeah, especially if you have a hard time adapting to a stressful environment. That's one yeah. of the challenges that we've mentioned in the past is being able to deal with a stressful environment and bring your stress level down so that you're not raising the dog's stress level. That you know, That's a whole other thing there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being a major reason uh, maybe, for burnout, man. Yeah. In that case, maybe you should burn. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're too stressed, you got to burn, man. You got to burn. Or try an alternative method like, you know, CBD or something. I don't know. <laughs> CBD, man. I don't like that one. <laughs> My method is vodka and cranberry. Yeah, there you go. Mine's <laughs> Miller High Life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so stress... Another big part of it is the physical aspect of it. It's a very, very physical job. So if you're not in shape, if you're not physically prepared for it, I mean, there's a lot of standing, there's a lot of bending, uh, your hands get sore, you're holding scissors, you're holding clippers. So physically, you have to be prepared for this because, uh, you know, again, as you guys know, I've had varicose veins, uh, multiple hernias. So physically, it's another reason why people will tend to bow out of this business so um yeah i mean it's a it's a young man's job 
Yeah, what do you want, Hernia? Three and four, I think. What do you got? Two yeah. of them right now? Mm-hmm. Yep, got the two inguinals now. Two inguinals, yep. right? Had the, had the two umbilicals, and now I got the two inguinals. Yeah, that's good. That sounds like a like a pasta dish. If there, <laughs> let me get the linguinal over here. <laughs> you want that with white or red? <laughs> get that with the white and put a little struzzi on it. <laughs> they like it like that. Yeah, the linguino. Let me get the linguino. What do you mean you're out of the linguino? What do you mean? What are you talking about? The Olive Garden had it. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Wait, it says array on the, on the menu. Linguino, right? <laughs> linguino. Get it over here. Oh, if there was such thing as like a hernia on your nose, I would get it. <laughs> I didn't you know? expect you to say that. That's I'm just funny. saying, you know, I just uh, get them. Okay, he's got the old nose I, hernia. I, I, I say. I sneezed too hard. I don't know. Yeah, I got a hernia. Right. Are you sure that your nose doesn't have a hernia? Ha! Becoming enlarged. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Sorry. Did I make mm-hmm. you mad? Upset? No, you never make me mad. You just disappoint me. <laughs> That's the worst. I'd rather make you mad. <laughs> you know, right? As a parent, you never want to hear that. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. messed up. Wow, that because that that a parent saying that is like, oh, do you still do you not want me to be your child anymore? Jeez. <laughs> You're disappointing right. in my existence. Disappointed. It's like I'm sorry I threw the party. I know you said no parties, but it's just a couple friends. I'd rather. Uh, get I'm just disappointed. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not I'm mad. Not. I'm just. I'm really disappointed. I didn't. I I expected so much more from you. <laughs> yeah, oh. it just takes away all your power. Right. Yeah. Not, it's like I'm not. Mad. Yeah. Because what do you say as as the child there? It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, screw you, Dad. It's like, well, I'm not even mad. Yeah. What? What? I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the the, oh. the turns and the peaks and valleys in this show. I in love that show. one second we can talk about one thing, and the in the next second it's completely different. It has nothing right. to do with dog. Right. We're talking about how disappointing you are to me. Yeah, thanks. All right. You got me back for the nose hernia thing. <laughs> Move on with the burnout. Man. All right. Burn, so burn us out, man. Burn us let's, out. Let's keep burning, man. Burn it out, man. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so far we went over being severely bitten. We went over stress, physical. And I think this is a big part of it that's kind of underestimated here is, that, you know, just the lack of income. Dog groomers tend to not make a whole lot of money just yet. Starting to. Starting to now. But uh, it's not the most lucrative job in the world, and it's a whole lot of work to do for not a whole lot of money. And again, that's another reason why people just, you know, is, is the juice worth the squeeze, you know? Well, at least they're finally starting to make a yeah. little bit more what it's worth. That only took a couple centuries, so. <laughs> right, right. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Rumors used to be royalty. I've read I, anyway. It's the truth. Yeah. If you look into grooming history, I mean, back in ancient, ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt, yeah, ancient, <laughs> a moron, <laughs> a moron. Back in ancient Egypt, man. Back, yeah, are you sure you didn't burn before the show? <laughs> Maybe a little. Yeah, dude, that reminds me of Agent Egypt, man. <laughs> that was he was the coolest secret agent, man. He's- <laughs> Wore the headdress, man. He looked like a mummy, man. Yeah, and he was a mummy, man. <laughs> they come back to life and kill you, man. God, God. Agent Egypt. He used to Agent chase Egypt. mummies around. He's uh, double God. O Egypt. 
but yeah, back in <laughs> <laughs> back in ancient Egypt, yeah, uh, they were considered royalty, and they lived in the same house as uh, you know the the rulers because their job was to tend to the dogs and the cats and make sure that they were clean and all of that. So yeah, so they were in the main chambers. Yeah, now I live in in yeah. Linden across the street from a Taco <laughs> Bell. So times have changed a little bit for for groomers. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Tad, you know, just just a tad. Yeah, not only are we not in the main chambers, we don't even have chambers anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, this is not true. The guys that we're just fooling around. <laughs> Grooming is and can be very lucrative, and it's actually the point of our show is that we want to bring that to in awareness and bring that to the surface so that it's looked at as a lucrative business and it is getting better. And, uh, so yeah, so definitely, as we always say, you got to put some value on what you do as a dog groomer. So, but part of that problem, the lack of income is that, you know, a lot of people that get into this business, they realize that it's very, very difficult and they are either forced or they'll choose you know, to do something that's more lucrative and less work just because, you know, because they have to. So, uh, you know, that's a big part of it is that they'll take an easier job that pays more, you know, which really questions why you keep grooming with me. Yeah. You know, that's a, sometimes I, I do got to take a step back and wonder what the hell I'm doing with you still, but nah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I, you know me. I've I've stepped aside from this multiple times because of the stress, all the stuff that you're saying here. But I've taken other jobs, basically exactly what you've just said. I've stepped away from this to go to a not easier job, but easier in certain aspects of it, sort of just monotonous jobs, regular jobs that paid more than this. And I didn't have to work with live animals and and stuff like that. But I don't know. I always gravitated back to this because this is other, oh, those other jobs were never as rewarding as this. That's the thing exactly. about grooming. It's so that, rewarding at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, and that's, that's one of the main reasons why people actually stay in. It really is fun. It is rewarding. I mean, we, we love the dogs. It, it is a lot of fun. Once the work is over, it's so much fun. It just is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the My favorite part of the day is when all the groomings are done yep. and we're just kind of waiting for pickups and, uh, you know, I'll be on my computer doing some stuff for our channel and, yep. uh, and we're just kind of hanging out and it's like all the dogs are good. Sometimes we let them out and they hang out with us and, you know, uh, and we just kind of, ha- we have like an hour period at the end of the day when all the dogs are done and their parents are on their way. Yep. And uh, and it's just me and you just kind of hanging, and no no more stress for the day. All the dogs have been groomed and helped, and yep, um, that's the rewarding part. It's like coming off of the comedy stage. Um, sure, it's it's just heart wrenching <laughs> leading up to it, but then once you come <laughs> off, you're done, and you were you were part of the show. It's over now. Now that's the it. show's gonna end, and you were part of it, and it's great. And you know, grooming kind of has that sort of aspect to it. The morning time is very scary and stressful. You know, yep. you never know what a day in the grooming shop is going to bring you, but then it's all over and it's like, wow, we did it. And now we were, we were part of that. We helped all these dogs and their, their owner's going to be so happy and the dog's going to be happy. I don't know. It's just, yep. it's so strange kind of rewarding, but it is, it's it is. so rewarding. Yep. Yep. So listen, why don't we go to break? When we come back, we're going to discuss some ways to possibly help avoid groomer burnout. So, uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll talk about that when we come back on groomer humor. 
Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad as always, Rudy V. We've been discussing groomer burnout, man. It's, you know, people are getting burned out. And <laughs> I apologize for the voice again, but it's hard to stop doing it once, <laughs> once you started it, man. It's really hard, man. So, <laughs> for the break, we were talking about some of the burnout stuff. And, uh, you know, stress, lack of income, physicality of the whole thing, you know, the whole, the whole nine. Um, so now we're going to talk about some ways to avoid groomer burnout. Yeah. Definitely. Help me out. Yeah, help right. me out. Dude, I'm burned out. out. Help me you, out. <laughs> all right. Well, laughing at so hard. What do you think? Why are you laughing so hard? Because it's hard. What you just said, it's hard. Once you started, it's hard to stop. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's one of those voices. Well, for all you groomer burnouts out there. Oh, man. Oh, man. One of, one of the ways to help prevent groomer burnout is listen to our podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, really, I have to stop. Listen, listen, listen to our podcast because our podcast goes through a lot of things and we are always trying to be informative and help you guys out in any way that we can. And uh, whether it's this podcast or one of, one of our earlier episodes, we're always talking about groomers and you could learn a lot. You could learn a lot uh, prior to getting in the industry if, uh, if it's even for you or not. And if it is, I think our podcasts help. I just, well, I just, that's what I think. It does because remember we had that one person comment and say that they put our podcast on their headphones while they're doing their baths and mm-hmm. they listen to us like all day. And that's hilarious. And even in one of our more recent videos, I think it was when you were shaving down that matted Pomeranian, you had made a joke in the middle of it and you said, well, you got to stay funny sometimes, guys. You got to stay funny. So I'm glad you said that. You should be listening to our podcast because we try to stay in high spirits and we try to be funny. And uh, yeah, maybe some groomers out, obviously that one person does, uh, they put us on during their day just to keep their heads straight and we make them laugh. Uh, Yeah, listen to our podcast. We cover a lot of stuff on here. Thank you for that, too, by the way. That's the biggest compliment you could give us. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading that. I was like, wow, that's so nice. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Another one is uh, don't get into this for the money. You know, although it can be lucrative, I don't think that that is the right reason to get into dog grooming. I think we really do have to stay with why we get into this. And again, it's just because we love animals and we love dogs and cats in particular, and we just really want to help better their lives. So if you're not getting into it for that, 
I wouldn't get into it. I don't think anyone should really try to do this for the money. Although if you are passionate about it, you will make a living doing it and it'll be a good one. I think anybody who's in this for the money will be done in about a year, (laughs) maybe six months, honestly, because if you're new to it and you get into it for the money, you're going to realize very quickly what it takes to do one dog start to finish, especially a haircut. Right. Uh, I'm not even talking about uh, a lab where it's you're still going to break your arm raking all that coat out and put them in the bath and drying them and all that stuff. I'm talking about like actual like haircuts. Once you realize how difficult it is to just do one dog and yeah. you're getting paid whatever for that, um, then you realize, okay, well, I have to, to make a profit here to make some money. I have to do this five or six times in a day. Some Oof. groomers have a couple groomers on staff and they're doing 15 dogs a day. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think if you're in it for the money, you'll be done Fairly quickly, <laughs> if, if that's the only reason you're doing it anyway. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you about six months to a year. You'll be like, eh, screw this. Yeah, yeah. And and with that being said, it's true because the money actually comes later as you gain experience and you're able to groom faster and be able to groom more dogs. Only then will you really start to make money. And it does take time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Another one is be right for the job, guys. I mean, Although, you know, loving animals is definitely a requirement if you're going to get into dog grooming, it's not always enough. You know, you have to be able to handle stress. So we've said this in past episodes too, you can love dogs all you want, but if you can't handle a stressful situation with a dog either trying to bite you or trying to get away from you or just, you know, an older dog that's really, really nervous, that sits a lot and just doesn't want to get groomed, you have to be able to handle stress. So uh, it's just another thing there and uh, that you just love is not always enough. You you have to handle stress. And we're lucky too because we, we have each other <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> because, um, and we've said this before, you should have an apprentice anyway. You really shouldn't be by yourself. You should always have another groomer there or, you know, apprentice or somebody for to sure. do your baths for you whatever use that use yeah. that and i think most for the most part most groomers do have other people on staff even if it's just a receptionist you got to keep each other sane and me and you have to do that on a daily basis um i do a lot of the baths so they're my morning tends to i mean uh, not my morning my afternoon rather um tends to be a little less stressful than yours because you do most of the finishes so in the morning you kind of keep me sane while I'm hunched over the bathtub and bathing, you know, anywhere from six to ten dogs. And right. um, and then in the afternoon when you're – that's where the scissors are coming into play and the clippers and all of that. And now I'm, now I'm hanging out with you, um, yeah. helping you out, trying to keep you sane. Um, you know, and it's not like that – not perfect like that every day. But um, we try to keep each other sane. So whoever yeah. you got in your shop with you, it's you, true. that's stressful environment, <clears throat> man. It's a team effort. You got to keep it – keep that yeah. stress level down. Absolutely. Yeah. No, if we have a lot of uh, big dogs on any given day and I see that like you're bathing a lot, like I'll pick you up, I'll do a bath or two because it's like I'm looking at you and I'm going, oh man, Anthony cannot even bathe another dog. I I have to do this dog. And and then you anticipate me finishing in the afternoon. If you see a dog's just not standing or whatever, you will help hold the dog up or help me with its nails or or Mm. whatever. So yeah, I think you shouldn't groom alone. You should always have either an apprentice or another groomer. It's just important 
you know, just important to feed off each other and, and kind of support each other because it can get that stressful during the course of the day where it's like you're almost crying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've know? seen you take a knee before. I, I, <laughs> I've seen you just go, oh, my God, aunt, watch this dog for a second. I got to go. I got to go cry over here on my knee. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And then you and then you kneel on a nail by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well okay so loving animals is just definitely a requirement and uh being able to handle stress and here's another thing not only loving animals but you have to be a people person too because you're not just dealing with the with the dog or the cat you're dealing with the owner so you you literally have to be a people person too you know if you're if you're not good with people, if you're the type of person that just hates people, you may not want to be in the dog grooming business because oh, no. you are going to have to establish some really, really close relationships to gain trust and to just ease people, make them feel comfortable about dropping their baby off to you. So, yeah, very, very important. You have to be a people person as well. Yeah. I mean, we we are on a first name basis with about 95% of our customers. I mean, our Absolutely. customers are our friends. We get invited to parties. Yes. We get gifts in Christmas <laughs> at Christmas time. We give gifts. We go to parties. We, it's, we're friends with all of our customers. And some of the parties kind of like fun, man. You know oh, what I man. mean? Yeah. That sometimes they get kind of burnt too. Yeah. Ho, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, ho, ho, man. Oh, man. Merry Christmas. Have a holly jolly, man. (laughs) Have a holly jolly December, man. (laughs) When is it? 25? Yeah, all right. In November, man. November or December? I forget, man. Whatever. But yeah, we we get invited to all the the burnout parties. So (laughs) that's how close we are. That's how close we are with our customers. So yeah, it's and and again, just makes the job rewarding too, because you you just you end up with so many friends. You'd be surprised how many friends you end up with. Because you're a dog groomer. Everybody wants to talk to you. Everybody wants to talk to you. So we love it. We love it for that. I actually wouldn't trust a customer who doesn't have any questions for us. Yeah, me too. Dropping, you're just dropping your dog. You don't care how if we're not, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> like we're, there's, I mean, it, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, it's like, okay, what time? It's like, okay, well, well hi, uh, nice to meet you. Hello. Nice to Wait, yeah. before we take your beloved pet. Back into the room, and you don't even know who we are. Wait a minute, don't you have any yeah. questions? Don't you don't yeah. you want to get to know us at all? Wait, wait. Or, or like, you know, what's your dog's name? By yeah, the right. You know, right. Uh, we call him Burnout. Oh, uh, we call him Dog Man. We call him Quadruped Man. <laughs> quad Man. We call him Quaddy Man. Uh, we call it. Well, we were going to go with Wesley Snipes, but we call we went with Quadruped, man. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Come on, I man. I don't know. I don't I don't know. You know what? Who knows? Is this show even going to get aired? I have no idea. Possibly. <laughs> we'll see. It was a rough weekend, man. But, uh, yeah, people, person, and uh, I guess... The last thing we're going to mention is, you know, maybe this is a solution. Try not to overbook yourself, I guess. Uh, Get your rest. Don't underbook yourself either because now you're not making any money. Um, You got to find the sweet spot. You got to find that sweet spot. If you feel a dog is too aggressive and it's just you feel like it's out of your league to try to 
groom this dog or you, you might not be able to do it, then don't do it. Just don't do it. If, the, if you feel that the dog is too aggressive and you think that you might get bitten up or anything, maybe you shouldn't take on that job. So yeah, just try to try to hang in there. If you can hang in there for like the five year mark, you might find that, like you said, Anthony, that sweet spot, you might just start to really understand how you fit in and what you might be able to do to help yourself out because we're all different. You know, I'm a very nervous type. So, you know, and you might not be as nervous as me. Maybe you can handle those more aggressive dogs. I used to handle a lot of aggressive dogs. I'm in a position now where I really don't have to, you know, because, uh, you know, our clientele is pretty steady, but wherever you are, wherever you fit in as a dog groomer, just maybe, maybe just give yourself that extra couple of years to learn it and learn about the business and learn about yourself. I agree with that a hundred percent. So anyway, let's get to this. Oh, are we going to break? No, we already oh, went to break. We went to break. I'm sorry. You're burnt out. Man. I'm burnt You're today. Burnt I'm, out, I'm, I'm tired. I so we got this comment, and I don't know how to take this comment, but this this is from our funny comment section. I'm a professional. It says, and I quote: "Are you and Anthony?" A couple. Oh God! I, like what? I I don't like. What do you mean? Like a cup? Uh, like a couple of like a couple of jerks or couple oh, of du- dudes? A couple I mean. of dudes. I mean, <laughs> what do you think they mean? What do you think they mean? Yeah, uh, a couple. Pretty, yeah, they okay. want to know if we're, we're gay. I guess gay. Oh no, no, that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be a no. Here's the thing with that though, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be a no. That's gonna be a no. Well, oh, here's God. the thing, and I, even if we were, Anthony is my son. It would also be incestual, so it's a no and yeah. a no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a no <laughs> and a, and then a hell no. <laughs> a hell no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, but no. Uh, not to say, listen, if you weren't my son and. I, I think you're. I think you're cute. You would Dude, probably be my type. I'm gonna throw up. Oh, why? <laughs> you're my dad. Don't say that. I'm just saying. It's like, like you know, you got the that Keanu Reeves look. I like. I think he's handsome. Good. I don't. Yeah. Now, now I know my <laughs> good. If I wasn't your son, I'd be your type. Awesome. <laughs> that's that's not weird. This got weird. Uh, this got weird. Father this whole show. <laughs> That's my dad. He thinks I'm hot. <laughs> hey, well, hey, you know, well, I guess we all have our type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yours is your son, I guess. Well, obviously, I'm not your type. I'm a little hurt. Well, I'm like a Ryan Reynolds guy. I like. Oh, he's I was, good. Yeah, he's I know. Good. If I was gay, I'd be. I, I'd be into him. I'd be into him. But to be clear, let's answer the question. No, well, me and my father aren't dating each other. Uh, no. Right now, it it feels like we're a married couple sometimes, but we're not. Yeah, no, um, we're not yet. Not yeah, yet. not yet anyway. But not yeah, yeah. But, well, this, but thank this, thank yeah. you for the question. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. It's it, it's it, oddly enough, that's not the weirdest question we've gotten uh, no. throughout the all these comment segments that we kind of try to throw in at the end of every episode. But it, it's it, that's up there. That's top three of like uh, what? But I guess I could see the confusion. Sure. Yeah. Well, on that weird as hell note, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. So 
thanks so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's groomingbyrudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff we want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets, man. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.